Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use promo code DNVR, new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, I love how we start our show shows in the weirdest moods by talking about the absolute weirdest stuff just seconds before we go live. That helps keep things loose a little keeps bit. Keeps things loose. Keeps, keeps it fresh. Keeps me weird. Keeps me off my game. I love it. Okay, Man. No, we have to get the audience in on this. They have to know that Susie's <laughs> never seen a Star Wars. He's never seen a Star Wars. A Star Wars. We'll see if we have some time at, at the end of the show to, to break down uh, what we've consumed as consumers and what, what midnight events have we gone to? Cause <laughs> it's going to be a big midnight event that, uh, it's very exclusive. I don't, I'm, you're, I'm you're going to be there. You're going to be attending cause it's your thing, but we're talking about the event that I'm hosting. Yes. The Taylor Swift watch party release we'll, party. We'll make some time at the, we'll uh, make some time at the end of the show. But of course we'll, we'll break down <laughs> the postseason, everything that's going on. And the fact that the Dodgers are no longer with us. R.I.P. And and, uh, and the Padres are is that that a good thing? I, I, look, we kind of warned about that. We'll, yes, we'll break into those things. Chris Bryant made some uh, interesting comments mm-hmm. uh, this past week, and uh, there's there's something that the three championship league or championship series teams have in common right now. We're still waiting uh, to see what happens between the Guardians and the Yankees. But uh, happy 15th anniversary. For the uh, the Rocktober Rockies of, of them getting into the World Series. For attending the World Series. I can't believe it's been 15 years. Yeah. Uh, free article up on the DNVR.com. How Sunday morning would have been the anniversary of uh, 15 years that you would have woken up and said, 
holy crap, my team just won the you know just won the NLCS yes. last night. So so right now we are in a, a, a week long span plus of uh, that period of time in which the Rockies were in the World Series and they hadn't lost a game in the World Series and hadn't been swept in the World Series. So 15 years ago to right now mm-hmm. was uh, an amazing time. What an amazing time. Uh, and of course, all of that downtime probably didn't do them any favors. And I feel like we're seeing that in this postseason where the teams that had the buys, they, they did not benefit from that. No, certainly not in the National League where the, the, uh, the two home teams... Uh, have uh, subsequently been bounced. Mm-hmm. The uh, offenses, you know, did maybe take a hit, and we saw that happen with the Rockies. I'm wondering if uh, later this week we should do a DNVR retro episode in black and white, and we <laughs> just talk about all things 2007. We're like, <laughs> Brad Hop's going off right now on DraftKings Sportsbook. I got Brad Hop <laughs> over under on one and a half home runs in this World Series. It's going to go seven, so he's going to have a lot of opportunities. That would be kind of oh, cool. Oh, I actually love the idea of doing a <laughs> skit like that. That would be so fun. Has to be in black and white. I'll get rid of my iPhone and bring back my Motorola Razor. We should have like monitors on our, on our lap <laughs> with the keyboard off to the side. <laughs> like that would be great. And you know what would be even even better? And we'll have to look it up. Maybe Super Producer Kale can look it up. What if Taylor Swift also like her first album came out? I mean, in her, October, her, her albums came out around that That's time. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, we'll have to see, uh, see what kind of albums. parallels we're going on. I'm already looking it up while we're in we our show. We could trash talk to the Red Sox a whole bunch, but yeah, it's 15th anniversary of that. Uh, it was it was a perfect perfect time uh, in Denver sports, right around now, 15 years ago. Uh, perfect players right now in the organization. Zach Veen. Ooh, friggin'. Perfect. He's 20 years old right now. We did see him uh, struggle a little bit at the end of the season in Double A, but did kind of force the Rockies' hands. Like he's moving up a lot quicker than I think uh, a lot of people, maybe in the yeah. organization, uh, were really anticipating. But the average age of an Arizona Fall League participant is about is 22 years old. He's two years younger mm-hmm. than these guys that he is, frankly, dominating against. He was he's the player of the week. He's a baby boy. Uh, he's baby a baby bean. boy. Baby bean. <laughs> he was uh, the player of the week for the first week in the Arizona Fall League, and he followed that up with some even more fantastic play. He's second right now in uh, in OPS in the league. Two doubles, a homer, eight RBI, has eight stolen bases, has only been caught once, and then maybe even better than that. I love that against players who are older than him, seven walks to only two strikeouts. Wow. So he's putting the ball in play. He's... He's dominating right now. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, I know uh, um, a lot of the articles that I've seen on him recently mention how, you know, he's had that, you know, little rougher start in double A. But that's so common. Yeah. It would be weird if he was just like showing up in double A and like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what if he starts his season off that way? Because he was I'm not sure how long he was up in double A for. It was maybe like around three weeks. Yeah, it was really it wasn't brief. that long, so Very it's a brief. smaller sample size. Very small sample um, size. And and the uh, the strange thing too about it is, and and you know maybe I'm I'm finagling it too much, but by that point in the year in Double A, the guys that are in Double A aren't the guys who started the year in Double A. The mm-hmm. guys who started the year in Double A that are doing well have already advanced to Triple A and already in the majors. So really, you're just looking at some kind of amalgamation of High A and Double A guys. Yeah. Which almost makes you go, oh, that's even worse because it's not even true Double A. It's maybe it maybe leans slightly younger. But bottom line is a small sample size. Small sample size, yeah, for sure. It's definitely nothing uh, to worry about. On the flip side, as far as guys that uh, have been entirely overlooked, Sean Bouchard was a guest last week on uh, the Drew Goodman podcast. Uh, always listen. I'm, I'm listener number one. 
Yeah. Thursday morning when it <laughs> drops, I'm there. It was cool because um, Goody even asked him about the Joe Musgrove incident where he got his ears all fondled because, you know, Bouchard grew up as a Padres fan and, mm-hmm. um, you know, had some interesting comments about that and, you know, frankly just said, you know, both sides do this kind of thing, you know, yeah. and uh, it does keep the hitter safe too. If, if you've got a, a little bit extra stick on your hands, that means you're going to be able to command the ball a little bit better. You're going to control it and guys aren't going to be taking it in the ear with a fastball as opposed to an umpire's fingers. I'd rather have an umpire's fingers in my ear than a fastball up there. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> not, not so much a hot take, just as it is in reality of, just of the, the way world that you we live worded in. it is so interesting. Like, yeah, I'd rather have the ump's fingers all up in my ears. They're, those fingers are coming in like, what, 30 miles an hour? Fastball, you know, a lot harder. <laughs> fingers are coming in at 30 miles an hour? At top, at tops. Right? Not 90. They're not coming in at 90. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we need her radar gun. <laughs> I, I might have been more of an off-speed uh, fingering of the lobes there. I, I'm not sure. We'll have to go back uh, and get a breakdown of that one. Uh, but Chris Bryant, uh, as you saw in our thumbnail. Okay, KB. Okay, KB. Said some interesting okay. things. And you know what? I'll, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and, and right away almost uh, you know throw a little water on the situation. Because I think anytime you take something out of context for a player who you know, either has a bad performance, uh, in this case, a, a bad season. And again, not bad season performance-wise. It was just that he was hurt. You, you can, you, you, you're looking almost to, to have a problem with something, I feel like, in a way. Mm-hmm. And if you just say something that's even slightly left of center, people, I think, are going to have issue with it. Did you have any issues uh, initially when you read the quotes? Or I imagine you weren't like, yeah, that's totally cool. Maybe it might be a little frustrating, I guess, right? I mean, I feel like any time I think about Chris Bryant in the first place, I'm just <laughs> uneasy because of this, like, really rocky first year of him in Colorado. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I understand that, like, yeah, not a good time for him. He didn't get the start that he wanted to get. Um, I think... We expected him to be a leader, and that's not really the case this season. And I know some of that was in Danielle Allentuck's article because she had a great, great convo with him. Yeah, he, he uh, one of the first quotes actually, you know, dealt with that a lot. And as you said, mm-hmm. not a great year for Chris Bryant, not a great year for the organization in, in, in multiple different ways. Yeah. Uh, probably more importantly than any other is just just the win-loss record we said quote obviously it's much easier to lead when you're actually playing being a new player here with someone like charlie blackman the other veterans you don't want to step on anyone's toes and so he's and we kind of experienced this and it's just strange it's just it's just strange he's in the locker room signs a 182 million dollar deal but he's just he's just there Mm-hmm. In, in body uh <laughs> maybe kind of in spirit but you know not in any kind of capacity again that he's making an impact on the players like hey you guys got to do this um he's there i i don't know i i didn't really see him interact too much with other guys That's the but thing. yeah i really didn't see and i mean maybe you know he saves it for the moments that exactly. you know the clubhouse isn't open for the media That's right. so we don't know yeah. but when we're in there i don't see a lot of him i don't see a lot of interaction yeah and and a lot of that was you know he's injured he's you know he's on yeah. the table uh doing the rehabilitation thing so that was definitely kind of strange, and I, I think probably even more frustrating beyond that. And again, a, as we've kind of noted, there's a lot that we don't get to see. Yes. We get to see a lot, and there's even more, way more, that we don't get to see. <laughs> we're not on the plane. We're not dressing up as a shark or pirates uh, doing the thing that the rookies have to do. We're not going to Dunkin' Donuts carrying a, a box of donuts oh my gosh, like a serial killer. You we didn't, didn't get put, to that yet. You didn't put me through any rookie in- initiation. 
Okay. You're right. You know what? Am I, I well, supposed to dress up as a shark on the show? A, I'm too nice. And B, I will now. <laughs> so it's the best of both worlds. I still get to be a nice guy and then I get to get to run you through it. Okay. Okay. I'm oh, still trying wow. to do the All math right. on how you get to be both of those things, but it didn't make sense for me. And I've really, at the end of the day, I think that's, uh, <laughs> that's all that matters. But, but I think if, you know, if, if we're wrong and you know what, we, we did see plenty to suggest like, you know, he kind of hasn't really injected himself into the culture of the clubhouse. Well, that makes next year, like his first year, even though it's his second year and even though mm-hmm. they've already paid him really well and there could be a transition period and then they get off to a slow start or they get off to a hot start and then slow down and you go, well, hey, look, Chris Bryant, this is still his first season, you know, first full season. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's like these built-in excuses that you could really start to see, you know, coming. But again, until we get there, we, we don't really know necessarily what's going to happen. But yeah. you would have liked for him to have been a little bit more integral in the fabric of that culture. But you know what? When you do think about it, there is, I feel like there is a lot of value to reading the vibe, showing up yeah. somewhere, knowing that a lot of these guys have been together, playing together for a long time, and he's going to step back and read the room, read the vibe. And then next year, maybe insert himself a little more, be more of that leader when he like, just like, yeah. No, that, that's, that's very fair. Very Colorado of him to just like read the vibe. <laughs> and he loves the, he, We know he loves the vibes in Colorado. He loves it. No, but I, I think that's a really good take too because how much can he say if he's not out there on the field? Yeah. How much can he say when Charlie Blackman is clearly the scout leader yeah. of the team? You know, and there are there are other guys, and there's you know Lucas Gilbert. He's getting the Crocs, and he's he's getting the the shirt. You know, Lucas Gilbert is never the a chief. Doubt. Fun officer. He is. He is and, the and he's CFO. from Colorado. And you've got Kyle Freeland also doing it too. So you're like, where can he fit in? I'm sure he found those spots and he understands. And uh, and we do actually know a little something behind the scenes where he he took care of some people and yeah. uh, and did understand his role a little bit there. Uh, if you recall uh, yes. a little behind the scenes story yes. that we got. So Yes, uh, I think I think it'll be all well and, and good. So it was uh, you know, what what is he else is he gonna say? No regrets. I mean, no regrets because he can't control no himself getting regrets. hurt. Oh, Kale, we should have had you Photoshop that tattoo onto Chris Bryant. <sighs> no regrets. No regrets. Yeah. He did also say uh, <laughs> as far as having any regrets, uh, none at all outside of being injured, and not playing baseball. This was one of the most fun, enjoyable years of playing baseball that I've had. He, let's remind, <laughs> just step out of that quote <laughs> and remind people he did win the first World Series in 108 years in the city of Chicago. Uh, but he continues by saying, I look at some of the other suitors I was talking to in the offseason. There's no way I would want to be there every day. Hmm. So, okay. We don't know who those suitors were necessarily. We the Yamiuri Giants? Yeah, I would think <laughs> not as much fun being over there in Tokyo uh, as, as it probably would be in, in Colorado. Yeah, it sounds like a nice way to like say that like it's a nice place to come to work every day, which maybe he just really loves living in Colorado. He and does. Yeah. He legit does. He's just vibing, you know? He showed up. He's like, let me just chill this year. No, I know that's not what's going through his head, but. Yeah. No regrets. No regrets. Chris Kale, we're going to need that podcast. photoshopped for later. Maybe for Twitter. Okay, I'm on it. Thank you. Kelly, you're going to have to have it ready by Wednesday. I got to put a deadline on because Wednesday is the day. Nuggets open the season watch party here at the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax in York. It is going to be popping off. Members, you know you get 15% off your entire tab. 
Literally, like that's that's crazy. 50 cents for your first month or an annual membership, you get a free shirt in addition to the 15% off your entire tab for your entire party. You're gonna get extra raffle tickets when you're down here at the bar during any of our watch parties that goes for Broncos, which is going down, of course, on Monday night here at the bar. Uh, Avalanche as well. Tailgates, you get price breaks down over at the Sports Fan on the corner of 18th and Federal. So that's popping off with Mile High Sliders. Susie would be glad to uh, take your money if you want to play a little cornhole. Mm -hmm. She will dominate after she loses the first two games and then immediately takes your money and goes double or nothing. Actually, I'm not going to lie. The last tailgate that I went to, I was kind of dominating at Pong. Yeah. Were you good at beer pong player too back in the day? Um, you know what? It all it all depends. Yeah. It all depends. Some days I'm on. You're league average. Some days I'm real off. I'm league average. Okay. I'm league average. But I yeah. was above, well above league average last tailgate I was at. You were you were you know an average par player. And when I say par, I don't mean golf. I mean pong above replacement. Thank you. When it comes to to baseball, <laughs> uh, look as we said, Nuggets going down Wednesday night. The wait is over. Basketball is back, so tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. And check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up, same game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a stepped up, same game parlay today with bigger uh, bigger payouts, bigger than ever. DraftKings Sportsbook is where I'm going to bet on the NBA. Uh, I think Friday they go against the Warriors. That's the one I might even be kind of Ooh, more hyped up for. Yeah, That's going to be the big one. Uh, I know that I'm going to be going a little bit more hard in on so I can kind of enjoy the game on Wednesday. And then, okay, I'm, I'm making my bets for game two. So I kind of enjoy it less, so to speak. I'm a little less on edge. Opening night <laughs> is opening night. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet this week. And get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. With promo code DNVR, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And San Diego and Philly, we'll talk about that more tomorrow. We're going to break that oh, down. Fine. We'll, we'll, we'll talk into, about it tomorrow. <laughs> we'll get into how they got there uh, in just a second. But San Diego has home field advantage right now. Mm-hmm. You Darvish is on the hill. We don't know who's going for Philadelphia. That being said, it's kind of hard to pass up the home dog, at least as far as the run line goes. Philly, I think, is minus 200 with uh, with a one-and-a-half run line. I'm going to take San Diego. It sounds crazy to say mm-hmm. that I'm actually going to pull for the Padres, but look, I'm, I'm going where my money's at. I'm taking the home dog with Patrick. the run line, giving one-and-a-half. <laughs> it's plus 170. I got to do it. I got, it feels gross to say, but my DraftKings <laughs> draft Sportsbook Pick of the Week, Padres with the run line at plus 170. I'm going to take off my Colorado hat and Thank put you. on my Philly hat. Patrick, that, that is the most disgusting thing you've ever said. And right. I will be fist fighting you after the show. Okay. Hey. Philly hat off. Colorado hat back on. You've heard me say some disgusting. Actually, you haven't. So. No, I really haven't. So that haven't. is a very true statement. That is actually a very true statement. Um, man, Guardians and Yankees. That's the only one that's going to go all five. It's been exciting. Game four last night. Mm-hmm. Josh Naylor. That was that was a celebration around the bases. Ooh, rocking the baby. He was he was even straight up like yelling in the pictures. You're my effing son. He's been doing like what it seems like he was yelling. Oh, it was more than seems. (laughs) 
what it's wow seems. yeah he is a beast he's he's been doing that a lot this year that moment would have been a lot more fun if the guardians won that game <laughs> yes do you realize that i tweeted this out at some point last week there are more San Diego homegrown players. So guys that were either drafted by San Diego or were signed as international free agents. There's more right now on the Cleveland roster than there are on the Padres. Oh my God. There's five guys on San Diego. There were three on Seattle when they were, they were still in it. Uh, and only, oh, wow. there's only three on, on San Diego. Actually, I looked at the roster. They updated it uh, for the NLCS, and now they're down to two. So wow. um, yeah, they, they've gotten their guys in trades. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a, in a little bit. Uh, walk off for game three, Guardians, Oscar Gonzalez. Ooh. How many, th- it, this went viral. There were how many different videos of Yankees watch parties of <laughs> sad Yankees boys <laughs> after Oscar Gonzalez hit that walk off in Cleveland? How many different streams did you get? You're like, good Lord. Oh my gosh, they were so sad. There were at least three different Yankee streams that I saw of, mm-hmm. of sad Yankee boys. Oh my gosh! And yeah, it was it was such a shocking moment too. <laughs> Especially when you consider, and you, you don't have to know the history to know, you know, Mariano Rivera is there forever. I mean, twenty-seven World Series you're, it means you've won a lot of postseason games, mm-hmm. and you're doing it because you're just good, not because you know you're you're maybe doing it late in a ball game because it's so close. They've they've been a dominant franchise uh, at least before the expansion era mm-hmm. they were 167 and oh when leading by multiple runs entering the ninth. think about that until this weekend until spongebob square plant pants plays <laughs> at progressive field and now spongebob is is the vibe right now in all of cleveland <laughs> oscar gonzalez does it two walk-offs in the same postseason first time in cleveland's somewhat storied postseason history i say somewhat because we know they haven't won a World Series since 1948, so it's, uh, it's a long time. It's it's a long time. It's it's not storied, but it is. Uh, it does go back just a little bit. Uh, and of course, Gary Cole earning that paycheck. Yes. Now, let's face it too. When guys sign free agent deals, at least in baseball, they're mostly signing for the regular season, mm-hmm. not so much for the postseason. We'll see if that changes a little bit uh, mm-hmm. with with this new playoff format, as you kind of pointed out, Susie, with. Uh, you know, the two teams that uh, got a bye and were just kind of sitting there for five days or so, uh, Dodgers being out, uh, and of course with the Phillies taking out Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, that being the case, and we'll see what happens with the Yankees tonight in game mm-hmm. five. Two pitchers who have very challenging last names uh, to pronounce. Uh, I think I worked with my father for about 15 minutes for him to pronounce <laughs> Jameson Tyon's name because there's two L's in his name. You wouldn't you wouldn't think it was Tyon. And then Aaron Civilly didn't know until last <laughs> night because I thought as Italian, it's probably Civale. According to baseball reference, it's pronounced Civilly. Interesting. I so learned, that one I didn't even know. I, I learned something new. And he's been on my radar for a couple of years. He's again another one of those guys for Cleveland that you don't necessarily know who they are, but they're posting each and every year. 507 tonight on TBS. I'm concerned though because the weather forecast does not look good oh. in the Bronx. So like this game is or the get series is already a day behind because of the weather in New York. Was it Friday that it might have been Friday? But yeah, if they don't get they've this game in, they've already had a rain delay once. Why don't they could just stay? In, why can't they just stay in Cleveland? I don't know. How about this? <laughs> why if can't you, they just stay so we can get this over with? If you uh, made a team of the Newland Yankdeans, 
All-Stars of the Yankees and the Guardians. Could they beat the Houston Astros? Oh, yes. Probably. Yes, absolutely. I, I would think at this point, yeah. right? I mean, if you would have even said... So basically, I just want actually the <laughs> Cleveland Guardians and Aaron Judge, and that's it. Okay. He's car- he carried that team. Let me think about that. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Garrett Cole. I think we'll give Garrett I'll Cole a start. I'll take Garrett Cole. Everyone else stay home. Monty Peralta, we might use you in the seventh inning. You're not going to be closing out games <laughs> like in game four. Honestly, like that's a that's the that's a great starting point, and then just take five minutes and see if you miss anybody else. Yeah, you may have you may have actually just nailed it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to my future career as a manager, as a fantasy manager. As yeah, fantasy. the Cleveland Judges. That's it. Done. We're, the we're good. Judges. Maybe Perfect. they beat the Astros because. They are waiting. Uh, game one for the ALCS will go down on Wednesday night. Winner of Cleveland, New mm-hmm. York, of course. Houston gets it done in Oof. crazy fashion. Crazy. I mean, we should be talking about it from the aspect of, you know, the Astros going to their sixth consecutive ALCS. Uh, that's never happened before. Mm-hmm. No team has ever done that. Six Damn. consecutive. Show some respect, but really... Hey, the AL Rockies, DNVR Mariners, <laughs> RIP. That was that oh, was why it, it that, broke my heart. I know. Well, that was why when we started the whole thing, I was like, we got to get some caveats because what if the Jays beat the Mariners? The Jays are fun. We could root for them. We could. But then I also threw in Cleveland as a as a maybe. Yeah. So we're, we almost have to hope for Cleveland to win tonight. Right now, Cleveland is our official AL team. Other than that, other I mean, than that, everyone else is so unlikable. But oh my gosh, of. I I hardly yeah. caught any of that, um, any of that Yankees Cleveland game because of how long the Mariners Astros game was. Yes, because they were airing on the same network. That so eighteen eighteen innings, innings eighteen innings and a broken heart at the end of it. They were only three innings away from their third take me out to the ball game. Oh my gosh, that's that so true. Is amazing. Six hours, twenty-two minutes. I did have to look it up for Rockies fans out there who are who are curious. I love to got to interject. You know the Rockies because you of know. Of course, we are a Rockies podcast. Look, even though we're also a Cleveland podcast. If you're listening to this, you're probably more of a baseball fan than you are a Rockies fan at this yeah. point. Uh, any any self-respecting Rockies fan, you know what? Uh, you're probably. Uh, a self-loathing Broncos fan right now. Oh, my God. Kale, what, what's going to happen tonight on Monday Night Football? We still oh, have more baseball. Oh, don't ask me. I'm but. sad about the Broncos oh. right now. <laughs> He's sad boy Kale this season. Yeah, I think the Broncos are probably going to lose tonight, and it's going to be really sad because then they're going to fall to two and four, and it's going to be real sad. Oh, my God. Kale, you look so sad right now. <laughs> I, it's because I am sad. No, you are. What's what's worse, the fact that they may lose tonight or that it, it's another game, even if they win it on national television? You're like, eh. I, we have been an embarrassment on national TV so far. So, Well, don't worry. The Rockies are not an embarrassment at all. Maybe that's what the front office thinks because they can't get on national television. Say that. The Rockies can't get on national television. So I'm thinking... Using your your logic, Kale, which is great logic. It's, I, it was a good thing the Rockies weren't on national TV this year. I will say that. It was a good thing. They are not an embarrassment because you look at the Broncos and you go, see, we're not that. I don't. You can't, you can't embarrass yourself if no one wants to look at you. It's true. You know? If you're standing in the corner, <laughs> your pants wet down the front. What? 
Oh All right. <laughs> so, so the longest. Oh, thanks for asking, Susie. What's the longest Rockies game ever? 2014. Two awful teams, Rockies, Cubs, six hours, 27 minutes. There's only 16 innings, but that was the longest. They had another six-hour game, but yeah, that's, that's just crazy. Cal Raleigh, a.k.a. Big Dumper. Big Dumper, Big yes. Dumper. <laughs> he caught all 18 innings. That's the only fourth time that's ever happened where oh my catchers caught uh, 18 plus more. I think Buster Posey might have been the last guy ever Thoughts to do that. Thoughts and prayers for his knees. Oh. Get that guy some ice packs. And his nephews. Uh, that's oh just quick wordplay. Last 18 postseason game. That was so quick. Kale didn't pick it up. Um, was game three of the 2018 World Series. Red Sox Dodgers. Heard it. He just hated it. Kale, did you hear what I did there? It was really quick. I did not. It was Dude, let's do it again. Cal Raleigh caught all 18 innings of that game. Wow. Thoughts and prayers for his knees. Uh, and his nephews. Yeah. He didn't get it. it. We'll explain to you it. later. No, he I gets it. it. Uh, I get it. I don't think he does. I get it. Uh, <laughs> Nah, I don't think he does. Because he didn't, he didn't ball out laughing. So obviously, that, that's the only explanation. That's like what my dad does. He'll say a joke, like he'll say a yeah. joke, and no one laughs at it. And then he'll just like say it again because he assumes no I, one heard it. Oh, I would have liked it better if he's just like doubling down, like screw you guys. I'm gonna say it again. I mean, maybe it's a little bit of that too. It could be. I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. Doubling down, like no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you again Sometimes with that punchline. Sometimes my dad line. has jokes. You guys heard it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Jeremy Pena was clutch again in that series, third yeah. rookie, uh, with an extra inning postseason homer uh, to go along with Oscar Gonzalez. So two of the last three uh, extra inning postseason homers actually uh, come this past week. Uh, so we've got the Mariners make their first postseason since 2001. Mm-hmm. They have their first postseason game at home since 2001. So now next year mm-hmm. we're going to say, hey, first you know if they make the postseason again, first postseason since 2022 <laughs> or first home game in Seattle since 2022. But what they will not be able to say is first time they've scored a run at home. Yes. Because the last time that they've scored a run at home was still back in 2001. They did not score at home oh. this postseason. Yeah. So that streak ongoing such a weird game that that was what a weird way for them to have their one i mean at least they got like basically two games out of that one game yes that's what i was thinking was kind of like the bright part is you're like all right hopefully if we can at least get four you know we can go to game four and Mm -hmm. then maybe if we win but like think uh, also think of all those fans who stopped had to stop buying their beers in the seventh inning and then had to go 11 more innings i i I like where you're going with this do you have a solution um, do I have a solution? I mean, I think at some point they should reopen the bars. Probably. They should reopen those concessions. After another seven innings. So in the 14th. Yes. Like, so you say, okay, you can, you can drink through the seventh and then, it's, and then they stop selling. Mm-hmm. So then after seven innings of sobriety, it's back on again. Just like I, I was not? just thinking about people who were like, you know, really getting after it during the game. And then they think, like, oh, I'll be out of here in a couple of hours. And they're just like sobering up, becoming hungover at the park. Like, that's rough. That's rough. All right. How about this? Okay. After seven innings, stop uh, all alcohol sales. Mm-hmm. Then after seven innings of scoreless uh, baseball, or it doesn't have to be scoreless, but mm-hmm. seven innings of tied. So in the 14th, free jello shots. Free jello shots. Yes. I love that. I love that. Could be. I love that. That could work. Uh, I know you also uh, love, not low key, you just love Phillies taking out oh, Atlanta. Both gosh. teams from the NL East with 101 wins. 
Goodbye. Bye-bye. Who cares about 101 wins? Who- Philly has the the vibe right now. They have that energy. Who cares about a 111 wins with the Dodgers? Let's who talk about cares? that in a second. Um, I mean, who who was your... <laughs> they don't give out a uh, NLDS MVP award. Wh- who would you uh, have given yours out to Ooh. Uh, in the Philly series? I mean, Brycey Baby was, was cooking. He was good. Eight for 16. He, yes. Two homers. Yeah. Five RBI, score four. Always a great beard, so he's Encyclopedia always Patrick. Thank you. Yeah, he he was great. Yeah, he did it. Um, Reese Hoskins with, I mean, it, that was the biggest pimp job before <laughs> Josh Naylor's. Although that was more of a home oh, yeah, celebration. Oh yeah, the bat spike. The bat. The bat that was spike. more of a pimp job. Naylor was more of a celebration. Yeah. I said, and I think you know Hershey. You know, oh. They're not. They're, if, if the Phillies <laughs> win the World Series, they might as well say not. Instead of saying, "Hey, we're going to Disneyland." No, we're going to Hershey Park. Yes. And they should rename the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup the Reese's R-H-Y-S yes. Philadelphia Cup. And if you want to put cream cheese in it instead of peanut butter, I don't care. Ew. Susie is going to get those commemorative Reese's Philadelphia Cups. and She's going to eat them because she rep- she's repping Philly. You know what? I would still just rather have a peanut butter cup named after Reese Hoskins. <laughs> All right, rookie but I hazing. guess I will eat a cream cheese cup if I have to. All right, rookie hazing. There we go. If the <laughs> Phillies win the World Series, we'll get you uh, a fashionable uh, chocolate bar, whether it's dark chocolate or milk yeah. chocolate, with a little dollop of cream cheese. Deal. Uh, that doesn't sound bad. Deal. Uh, you realize, though, like nope, the longer no the no, 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 oh. I've, no, I've already agreed to this. Okay. It's, it's live. Everyone's watching. Um, uh, you do realize, though, the further the Phillies get in the postseason, the more of a nightmare I'm going to become. I'm, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. Like I've been I'm like, down for that. I like literally. I <laughs> the other night when the Phillies made it, I put in an inquiry for a jet to take me from here <laughs> to San Diego. Like I have an email, like I like this guy from a private jet company was like, yeah, what can we do for you? And I'm like, oh no. Wow. <laughs> not too far. Uh, yeah, I want to get out there to San Diego. Well, if there's room on the private jet, I think I could probably get in last minute with my BBWAA card. Yeah. And so I, I'll cover it on the press side. You can get it down on the field. Yeah. We can record the crazy, are, are Phillies fans going to be flying out to San Diego? Yeah. You think? I think so. I think so. You think they're, they're going to cash in all their Wawa points to, to, <laughs> you to get can, a flight? You can fly American Airlines with Wawa points. Yeah. I would have guessed Spirit would have been more. Spirit <laughs> seems like more of a Wawa points taker, <laughs> I think, perhaps. There's, we've got a lot of really good San Diego versus Philly content coming up. Do we? Uh, on Tuesday. But yeah, Reese's <laughs> Philadelphia Cups. If it was mayo sounds gross on, on milk chocolate, but, but cream cheese... And Actually, like a dark chocolate, it could work. that may legit work. What if it was like a cream cheese that had like a little bit of like raspberry in it? Oh, that could be oddly delightful. Actually, Patrick. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> maybe. I, do we know it? that could be even served as an hors d'oeuvre like actively by like at Phillies parties? We're gonna, I, I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna have some Phillies parties at my house, so um, maybe I will serve those. Fellow Philadelphia. Uh, Duchess of Philly, Ali Monroy may may want to just like pop Duchess in the middle of the show. <laughs> she may just have to like pop in and be like, oh, I've, I've heard about these uh, cream cheese cups. Yeah, they, where is she? They sound really delicious. Why isn't she talking about the Phillies with me? Yeah, Philly fanatic. We're going to be horrendous to deal with it's, this whole week. 
Philadelphia. Again, it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't. And that's what Dodgers, Phillies, I think was all about. But mm-hmm. uh, but look, if you do decide to go out to San Diego or Philadelphia or Houston even, that's, that's even close. You could decide last minute to go to Houston. And if you do, get your tickets on game time. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't just go to the game time app or... Uh, the website for game time tickets. Uh, make sure you're using the link in our description. It actually does give us some credit, so uh, it's a nice way of of saying thanks for the free podcast or the free show here on YouTube on the <laughs> DNVR Sports Channel. But uh, you can get fantastic seats, and probably the biggest thing besides just getting really good seats at a fair price, uh, we're not going to have all these crazy surcharges and things of that nature. Is you can get seats up to sixty percent off of the face value that includes some postseason games because they allow you to get those tickets up to like the last minute yeah so you know everyone's already going in the stadium at a certain point they might be tailgating and they want to get there they want to feel the vibe they want to watch you know the jumbotron see what kind of hype packages who's throwing out the first pitch who's going to be there so you want to almost get inside the building in the first two hours which means there's going to be nobody standing outside who needs a ticket so now those brokers are going to be desperate. That's where Game Time is helping you app. Cash Again, in on that desperation. <laughs> cash in <laughs> on the desperation. <laughs> I love it. 15 million people uh, have already been doing so for all the best seats at your favorite events. That includes concerts as well. So hit the link in our description to make sure that you're saving. Uh, and at any of those pregame parties that you might be having, whether it's uh, an album release, we'll have to talk <laughs> about that, uh, or you're, you're just celebrating your, your favorite Rocky's rival getting bounced from the postseason. Make sure that beef comes from Hassle Cattle Company and HassleCattleCompany.com. Secure your bag of beef. Use code DNVR20 for 20% off your entire purchase. It's the blue collar American Wagyu because it's top shelf, but it's also affordable. Their beef can be shipped anywhere in just days. If you just want to get a taste before purchasing, guess what? Head to our tailgates. Yes. This is synergy. All of this is like linked up. Yes. And, it, and it's perfect. I mean, everything always comes back to the tailgates. It, it always comes back to that. And membership at the DNVR.com, 50 cents for your first month. It just makes all the sense in the world. HassleCattleCompany.com, DNVR 20 for 20% off. So it seems like most people preferred the devil that they knew in, or rather, no, the devil they didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what? Let's take the Padres. Let's, let's kind of root more against the Dodgers than the Padres. We've gotten what we've wished for. The Dodgers are out. So the yes. Padres are still there. You got to worry about that. You got to worry about them becoming now a new superpower. They've got a long way to go. They've got this whole they Philly series. They do have a long way to go. But you got to be careful what you wish for. I, that's why I was almost more comfortable with the Dodgers winning. I know what that world is like. I know what those Dodgers fans are like. Mm-hmm. And that world is normal. Mm-hmm. But now this world with Dodgers fans giving you high fives only to tell you that you're number one. Mm, that guy's everywhere now. Punching huh. punching our fans out. I haven't seen any Dodgers fans punching out any Rockies fans. That's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's fair. So uh, it's it's kind of just a weird spot. But uh, and, and and we're talking about creating giants. They do play a lot of Blink 182 in oh. San Diego. But they took it too far. They took it too far. And now, again, we're in this new world. We're in this new world now where the Padres, we're, we're kind of okay with the Padres doing it because we didn't want to see the Dodgers do it. I'm not okay with the Padres. So the Padres, if you were watching the game, they yeah. were playing all the small things. Better known <gasps> wow. 
wow. in Colorado as the anthem of the Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. Avs anthem. Yeah. The Avs anthem. And San Diego is just taking it for themselves. Not cool. I, not cool. I can't believe you would even hint that we should root for San Diego. No, I'm saying we should have been pulling for the Dodgers you, to we win. Should, no, no, no. Or rather, rather pulling more for the Padres to have lost. I don't... Then pull it for the Dodgers. Yeah. We're okay. No, we know that world where it's like where the what? Dodgers are a mega power. The Padres, what, it, what, what happens if they become a mega power now too? That's why we have to root for the Phillies. You I have mean, to. I, you yeah. You have to. We can we can get lucky and have that happen. Then that's okay, but we open we open Pandora's box and allowed that to happen. Just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, we're okay with that world in which the Dodgers are the only problem and the only fan base that's a problem. Now the Padres and their fans are a problem. Everyone's just a problem. saying. Well, listen, we're, when you're a Rockies <laughs> fan, everyone's the problem. <laughs> hey, that's the quote right there. <laughs> that's the quote. Very true. Yeah. Um, someone pointed out Freddie Freeman. And again, no one really necessarily wants to dunk on Freddie Freeman, but he goes to the Dodgers, and uh, that extends his season because Atlanta also got knocked out. Mm-hmm. It extended his season by four hours. So that was, <laughs> that was just kind of funny, but poor Freddie Freeman. Poor Freddie Freeman. He can't He'll be win. Okay. He'll, you know what? He's going to be okay. He's going to live a long, happy life after this hardship. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Here's something that may blow your mind away. Okay. We haven't said this on the podcast. So the Dodgers were 22 games better than the Padres, mm-hmm. the second-place Padres, who have home field advantage because they are the higher seed. We've got the five against the six. We'll talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> but the Dodgers were 22 games better than the Padres. That's so many games. So many That's games. so many games. They were so much better than the Padres. And guess what? The Padres weren't that much better than the Rockies. The Padres only finished 21 games better than the Rockies. Oh. Let that sink in for a second. Wow. That's kind of wild, right? The Dodgers, 22 games better than another team that even got into the postseason. Padres, 21 games better than the last place Rockies. Wow. Think about that. Wild, right? Uh, it's kind of weird. This blows my mind. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. What's not weird is the idea that the three teams right now uh, that have advanced the championship series, they have all partaken in tanking. It is, it is all paid off for them in general. Now, the Phillies did it the worst. Uh, <laughs> if I was giving grades to, to any of their, their tank jobs, by far they were the worst. They got a D. Mm-hmm. In fact, ESPN wrote an article two years ago saying that their tank job like failed. Um, I think that's true, and a lot of that didn't have to necessarily do with Matt Klintak, uh, no longer their GM. They brought in Dave Dombrowski. Had more to do with Ruben Amaro, who was the guy that was there for the back-to-back World Series runs in 2008, which they did win, uh, and 2009. But that was because they held on to their guys far too long. They said, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep Ryan Howard. For a little bit longer and chase Utley. They waited too long to get rid of Utley, mm-hmm. Hamels, even Ken Giles. And that that kind of impacted what they were able to get back from it. And really they've their rebuild has just been in free agency, right? Bryce yeah. Harper. Mm-hmm. Castellanos. Yeah. Kyle Schwarber. Zach Wheeler, all those guys. Only real homegrowns as far as the the big name guys would be Reese Hoskins and Aaron Nola. That's it. So wow. yeah, overall their their tank didn't work very well. They barely got into the postseason. But nevertheless, <laughs> that's 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 part of the narrative right now. Yeah. Uh, San Diego, I sort of give them a, a C plus job. 
did take them uh, a while. They, I think they did it, you know, a lot longer. Uh, they've got nothing left in their farm system. Nothing left. <laughs> no, uh, they've, they've gone all in and, uh, and Tatis is, he's, he isn't even one of those homegrown guys. He was someone that they did get via trade. That's how they've built this team is, is through the trade mm-hmm. Machado and Hassan Kim are really their only free agents, uh, that they've gotten Kim. I wouldn't even say is, you know, that. He stepped up in a big way this year. Yeah. But if you think about their biggest guys, they all came via trade. So um, they did a good job in the draft, pumped, them, pumped those guys up, made them look good, and said, okay, you covet this guy. Here, you take him and give us your already established star to keep this window open right here, right now. Yeah. yeah so, well, listen, I'm surprised that they even kept the window open this season. Yeah. So, you know, with, with Tatis being out. With Tatis being out, yes, especially. That's a big one. Yeah, I, I think they still probably have at least two more years uh, of, of, of having that window open. Mm-hmm. They, have, they have enough of those, those guys that are going to be around before they hit free agency. Um, you know, Soto's one of those guys. We'll wait to see what happens with him. Yeah. But obviously, number one on the list. With 15 in the, in the ALDS, they had 15 of their own guys homegrown that were either international free agents, you know, signed at 16, 17 years old or taken up in the draft and six ALCS consecutive in a row for the Houston Astros. They tanked at the same time as the Cubs who they got their world series ring and they've already, you know, broken it down. Astros are still maintaining everything that they did in their tank job. Say what you will about sign stealing scandal where there was a year or two, but sign stealing doesn't make talent. Mm-hmm. Sign stealing doesn't give you depth in your organization or make you have, you know, great trades necessarily, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they, A-plus a job, you know? They, they tanked. They got Jordan Alvarez, uh, their entire 2015 draft. Alex Bregman, superstar there. They go ahead and, and lose Carlos Correa, replenish him with, with uh, a Jeremy Pena, uh, who was a guy who was just playing last year in the Arizona Fall League, and mm-hmm. now he's contributing uh, in meaningful games in October. It's that a big is, jump. That is a huge jump. That is a very quick timeline right there. Yeah, so they're they're still reaping the benefits of that. We'll wait and see what happens with the Yankees. The Yankees have never really tanked. Uh, I think it was 2016 was the year that they traded away both Andrew Miller and Aroldis Chapman because they were out of it. Uh, and that, that uh, ended up bringing in Glaber Torres, mm-hmm. uh, Clint Frazier, a couple guys that they ended up using in like kind of other deals, but... Um, and then they re-sign Aroldis Chapman, proving you can trade a player and then still re-sign him in free agency. Yes. <laughs> it is possible. And Cleveland never tanks. They Actually, they're, they're either perpetually tanking. <laughs> well, they, they're not tanking because they just can't afford guys. So they're just going to trade them away. <laughs> you got Emmanuel Classe as like the best closer pro- possibly in the game right now. Corey Kluber deal. They go, right, we can't afford Corey Kluber. He's got a year two left on his deal. Texas, you take him. We'll, we'll take a young fireball and, uh, and class A, get that done. Francisco Lindor. In the same uh, offseason that you had Lindor, Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, Javi Baez, all those guys heading into free agency, Corey Seager, Cleveland did the best. They ended up trading away Lindor, and they got uh, an all-star uh, in Andres Jimenez uh, out of that deal. Um, Ahmed Rosario has been fantastic for them. So that deal worked out really nice. Cubs, we know, uh, got PCA, P. Crow Armstrong, whose mom was the mom in Little Big League. What? Yeah, well, we'll break down all the okay. weird baseball movie connections. We'll have a baseball movie in the, episode. In the, are you a big uh, Little Big League fan? I, a baseball movie? I don't know if I've seen it. 
it's it's on the the bottom ish rung. Yeah. I know some people that that's their favorite. What year did that come out? Uh, it might have been around ninety three, ninety four. Yeah. So like rookie of the year was nineteen ninety two, and you go, oh, the kid's in the game, and then someone goes, even better, he's the manager. And you're like, mm, that's not better necessarily. Um, <laughs> but all right, the kid's the manager. It, it would have been better if it was the reverse. The first <laughs> game was a man. It was the kid as a manager, and then the kid gets to be a player. That that maybe would have been better for both of those <laughs> franchises that only have one film in said franchise. Um, but nevertheless, Cleveland has done a great job in managing their guys. Look, they can't afford them. They trade them away. They do a good job like Tampa. You might not know the roster, but you know each and every year they're going to come back really strong. So yes. they're, they're like always rebuilding, and they always get it right. So... You know, uh, always stay working on yourself. That's the lesson right there. Yes. They they changed they changed their image this last year. Yes. Right? They, they did a, a whole identity. rebrand. <laughs> they did a whole rebrand. <laughs> uh something the Rockies uh won't do. And that's that that's very nice. I think that's nice. Do you like that idea? I think we probably talked about this recently, that they've been so traditional and they really haven't gone crazy with like a fuchsia and then a pink and purple jersey yeah. kind of like the diamondbacks have had so many rebrands the marlins have had so many rebrands mm -hmm. the rays not so much they've kind of essentially stayed true to their palette but they were the devil rays now they're the rays whereas the rockies they've they've tried to stay classic do you, do I you think like in, that you know i think in this day and age yeah. uh for the younger franchises it's probably hard to just stay true yeah. to what you started with because it's like yeah. oh well, we haven't been doing it for that long we're not married to it let's try something new and the fact that the Rockies have stayed very consistent with their look, I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I, I think that's definitely paid off. I think the City Connect has, has been a nice thing for them to be able to just have something new there uh, mm -hmm. in their closet, literally and figuratively. Uh, <laughs> that's been really good. So, um, yeah, I, I'm excited for, uh, for the game tonight. Game two, or rather game uh, one of the NLCS will be tomorrow. We'll break all that down tomorrow mm -hmm. uh, at 11. Another live show at 11 on Wednesday. Another live show on Thursday at 11. Uh, it will be great. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to talk about Hassle Cattle Company beef at any kind of <laughs> pregame parties or even pre-album release parties mm -hmm. that may be going on this week. Very exclusive events. Do you have, do you have tickets given out to this exclusive event? I don't have tickets, but um, <laughs> I will say if you're a Swifty um, and you really want to come, just, like, let me know. Now, is this a legit Taylor Swift album, or is this one of is this a Taylor's version type game? No, this is a new album. This is all new music. Okay. So it's called Midnights. It's thirteen different songs that she wrote in the middle of sleepless nights, various sleepless nights. Okay. So yeah, I'm very excited. Um, in terms of our um, historical fiction <laughs> podcast that we do, the oh Taylor, yes, yes, the Taylor Swift single that was released before that postseason. Yes. Our song. Our song is a slam screen door. Oh, I might know that. Yeah, you know that song. I may know that. Yeah. Now when she was still doing the country thing. Back huh? when she was still country. Yeah, so that was, she only had one album out at that point in 2007. Wow. Yeah. She hadn't met Kanye West yet? She had not met Kanye yet. She hadn't been blessed by his presence yet? Blessed, sure. There's quotation marks <laughs> around it. I didn't, I, I pronounced it. it. You might not have, you might not have heard it. <laughs> Uh, it's like a dog whistle. You only you only barely hear it. Yeah. Uh, for the for the right pitch. But yes, uh, what what else happened in 2007 that we have to make sure that we have in our black and white DNVR retro RTRO? No, there's still a vowel in there. That doesn't work. Yeah, but CHGO we'll has we'll a vowel. Sometimes you need one vowel. Yeah, I can't think of what else happened in uh, in 2007, but 
that that was the time. That was the time to be alive. I, I hope folks uh, enjoy that. I've gotten some good feedback already for that that fifteenth anniversary. That that window where the Rockies were going in the World Series. They're about to go to Fenway Park. I don't know if they'd even played at Fenway Park up to that point yet. Oh wow, that's true. They um, may have once. The year two thousand seven was the year. It was Bob Barker hosted his last episode of The Price Is Right. R.I.P. That that was that was a thing. Um, a lot of, lot of it was a big year. Yeah, um, that was the year that um, uh, Dick Cheney served as acting president for a few hours while George W. Bush oh. went, got a colonoscopy. Also that year. <laughs> so if you get a colonoscopy, you're technically dead during that period of time. How does that? I guess he was incapacitated. So I'd say <laughs> um, interesting. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's a curious one there. Man, yeah, that was just it was just such a special time. I, I love hearing from Rockies fans uh, about that because, you know, despite the fact that it was a four game sweep against the Red Sox there, and and the Red Sox come to Coors Field, you know, do it on their soil. So as you know, we we kind of joked about the Mariners still uh, not having scored a run at home since two thousand one. You go well, the you know the Rockies haven't won a World Series game in in Colorado, mm-hmm. uh, well ever, but also not at Coors Field is uh, kind of a bummer. But as I as I point out in the article, the Mariners have never woken up in any morning and said, "My team is going to the World Series," yeah. or "My team is in the World Series." Think about that. Yeah. 1977, never been to the World Series. In in fact, in 2007, that was their 30th anniversary, Oof. and the Rockies were in it, and now we're celebrating the 30th anniversary. Full circle. Full circle. Patrick, well said. Full well said. circle. Circle change up. Uh, ALDS, game five tonight. Make sure you're watching. I'm sure we'll be tweeting plenty about it. At DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter. We're going to do it again all week uh, at 11. But the Susie Show is a special one. The Susie Show. I like when the Susie Shows lead into FAC, the Friday Afternoon Club here at the DNVR bar. Yeah. I, I like to think of it as uh, mine and Kale's little, little happy hour. I like it. It's a party. It, it definitely has those happy hour vibes. Yeah. Uh, at Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at on Twitter. You can find me at the Suzy Hunter on all platforms. This has been a lot of fun. It's a momentous occasion. Momentous. Uh, but look, you know what they say about momentum? What do they say? It's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you tomorrow at 11. 